Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Online Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. Our guest today is Annette Franz. She's a coach, a keynote speaker, author of Putting the Customer in the Customer Experience, and she is the CXPA Board Chair. Annette, welcome to our show. Thank you so much for having me, Christopher. I really appreciate it. So I always love acronyms or initials or abbreviations. I don't know why, but it's like, Kind of mysterious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what is it? CCXP stands for, Annette, so you can share with our listeners. I love it because, you know what, anytime I see that on anybody's profile or signature writer, I typically don't know what they are either, so I have to go and look them up. I'll go Google them right away. Um, so CCXP is Certified Customer Experience Professional, and it's a certification through the CXPA, another set of initials. It's the Customer Experience Professionals Association, of which, as you mentioned, I'm the um, board chair this year. So, um, But it's, a, it's an association that... Fancy. Um, really supports yes it really supports and, and validates and 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 uplifts the um, customer experience profession that's awesome let's talk about this customer experience because it's unfortunate and it confounds me sometimes because when you look at let's say a, a four seasons hotel or let's say I live in Beverly Hills and you have all these fancy hotels and they have great service but you go into a supermarket or a retail store and they don't really have good customer service. And you don't have to necessarily work at a four seasons to have a four season customer service, but right. share with our listeners why customer service is not really at the highest priority for businesses as they should. Like the, every single business should literally hire you in that because customer service and understanding as your book is about should be the top. So, so why don't business owners get it? What's going on? Yeah, there's there's so many things that, that, that you just said there that I could unpack. So first of all, you know, it's funny because when people ask me, who's your ideal client? I always say, if you have customers and employees that you want to retain, you're an ideal client, right? Because to your point, you know, customer experience is, is it, it, that's what the business is about, right? We're about customers. We're for customers. And, and the problem is, is that so many executives have, are still working under that old, mantra, you know, we're in business or the purpose of the business is to maximize shareholder value. So it's all about, you know, money, 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 revenue, profit. And that's where the focus is when what we really should be thinking about as a business, um, you know, leader or executive is if I focus on the people first, then the money will come, you know, profits are an outcome, right? But we've got to focus on the people. And so, so I think that's a big problem is that, that there's such a big focus on the money and the revenue and the, and the, you know, making sure that the shareholders are happy that we forget <laughs> that we really need to put people first in order to do, to achieve that. And how did you have the, the understanding to even focus on that? I mean, there's so many things you can do. It sounds like you're a very intelligent, ambitious woman. So why did you specifically choose to focus on the customer? So this is a, I'm glad you, I'm glad you asked that. This is always an interesting um, sort of story because I grew up on a farm and I wanted to be a veterinarian. This was not my, you know, this was not what I thought my calling was when I was a teenager, but I was, um, I'll, I'll date myself here. It was 1992 and I was holding the newspaper and I was looking for a job and there was an ad for uh, JD Power and Associates and I love math and I love writing and I thought what better way to put those to use than being a market researcher. And I gotta tell you, as soon as I started, and J.D. Power at the time was doing both syndicated research, which is you know, what we all tend to see, um, and, and then also custom research, which is you know, working 
specifically with businesses to understand their specific business problems and help them solve those. And I got to tell you, as soon as I started doing that, I just loved it. I love digging into to businesses and really understanding what challenges are they having and how can we solve that through doing exactly that, listening to the customer, listening to employees, and then, you know, solving for those problems. Well, let's first, in case our listeners don't know, what is J.D. Powers and why is that significant? Uh, yes, so J.D. Power & Associates is a market research firm that is as old as I am. Um, and <laughs> you 22 guys, you years guys old. Can all look that, <laughs> exactly, you guys can all look that up <laughs> to see when they started. But, um, but they uh, were, everybody's seen their advertisement, you know, for cars, for computers, for insurance, for whatever, you know, rated number one by J.D. Power & Associates, rated, you know, and basically, it's a, it's a market research firm. The, what I call the syndicated research is the re research that they go and collect feedback from customers across any, any particular industry. So let's choose the car industry and you've just bought a car from Ford and they're you know, wanting to understand your satisfaction with the sales process. And then they, once they've gathered feedback over a period of time, they put together their, you know, what they call their SSI, their sales satisfaction index, which is how satisfied were customers across a variety of brands with their sales experience at a variety of, you know, brands, dealerships. Um, so that, so that's one piece of it, the, the syndicated research. The other side was, like I said, the custom research where we would go to, um, you know, a brand and say, Hey, you know, let's, let's solve some problems for you. What problems are you experiencing with your customers or with your business or with your employees? And let's help you solve those through, customer feedback through listening to customers and then taking that feedback and you know solving solving for those problems so but jd power and associates has been they're sort of at the heart of of the market research they're a they're a very well-known market research uh, brand that's been around for a long time yeah it's, it's like the, it's like the marquee brand for like customer awareness so were yeah. there any insights that you felt that you learned there you're like huh like for instance when you look at psychology of buying they found studies where if you were to charge $9.99 for an item, let's say it's a rotisserie chicken, as opposed to $10, the $9.99 will always sell more, even though it's only a one cent difference. Mm, so were yep. there any like, really interesting <laughs> insights that you learned? Because again, you literally worked at the marquee company for yeah. customer satisfaction. Yeah, and so I was, I was listeners absolutely. Entrepreneurs. So like, tell us some insights that you might have learned. Like, oh, that's interesting that you learned that. You know, here's, here's one that sticks out at the, the top of my mind. When, when a customer has a problem and you go and fix it, they will be more satisfied than a customer who's never even had a problem with your brand, right? So I, and which, is, which is phenomenal. But, but customer who's had a problem and you fix it, you have to fix it. <laughs> That's the key, right? You have to fix it. You, we call that service recovery. You know, you have to fix it. And then we would resurvey them after the issue is fixed and they would at that point say they were you know more satisfied than they were before so never had a problem your satisfaction might be you know a four out of five on a five point scale whereas if you're uh, had a problem and uh, it was fixed then uh, your satisfaction is a five for example so on a five point scale so really interesting finding other things um, were so for example, there's something that we called fence sitters. You know, if you think about this scale, a five point scale or a 10 point scale, fence sitters are those people who are, they're neither satisfied or dissatisfied. A lot of companies try to, try to 
go right to the people who are dissatisfied and like, we've got to make those dissatisfied folks satisfied. And that's a really hard move, right? If you're dissatisfied with a brand, it, you know, that's a heavy lift to, to yeah. make somebody sad. So you've really got to focus on what we call the fence sitters, the folks who are in the middle. They're neither satisfied nor dissatisfied, but if you do everything right for them, they will, you know, they'll be easier to, to move to the satisfied bucket. And I think the third thing that I want to bring up is a really important thing that has taken me all of these last 28 years to, you know, talk about this all the time. And I think companies are finally starting to get it is that you have to focus on the employees. Um, back, back in the day when I was at JD Power and Associates and I was working with my clients, I would say, you know, we should listen to your employees too. They're really an important piece of you know, A, the business and B, what the customer experience is, is going to look like. And companies back then would say, eh, we'll listen to employees later. But lo and behold, here just in the last couple of years, we have seen more companies focusing on the employee experience. And there's a ton of research out there to show that, yeah, yeah. you know, when you focus on the employee experience, customers are happy, business thrives, right? So I think those are three key highlights that I learned back in the day, so. No, that's right. And, and then do you feel that what you learned there, you're able to write down, because again, your book that you wrote is called Customer Understanding. Like, why did you choose to write that book? And you literally have, for those of you who go and research in that, she has uh, her book on LinkedIn and there's a big heart on that. So tell us a little bit about your book. We only have a few more minutes, but share, share with us yeah. one main point that you feel you want to share with our audience about this customer understanding. I'll, I'll make two because I always do that. When somebody asks me to do one, I'm an overachiever, well, by the way. <laughs> Darn it, I'm an overachiever. I'm going to do So number one, customer understanding is the cornerstone of customer centricity, you know, putting the customer at the heart of your business. And, and I say that because I want you to understand why I'm saying that. Customer understanding can be achieved in three ways, which is what the book is about. Listening, characterizing, and empathizing. So listening is feedback, surveys, data, you know, that kind of thing. Characterizing is around developing personas, really, really understanding, doing research to really understand who your customers are, what their pain points are, problems to solve, jobs to be done, all of that. And then empathizing is around journey mapping, walking in your customer's shoes and really understanding what their experience is for whatever the interaction is, you know, what the customer is doing, thinking, and feeling during that interaction. And empathy is a big part of the customer experience. So, so doing all of that and then bringing everything that you've learned into the business and everything you do. I always say no discussion, no decision, no design without bringing the customer, you know, the voice of the customer into that and asking how we impact and how we, how we help make her feel, how we help her solve problems. That's really what is at the core of that statement that customer understanding is, is um, the cornerstone of customer centricity. So I know I just no, I, said I, a lot of things. I said a lot of things <laughs> in a very short period of time. But <laughs> no, but that's why I love this podcast format because uh, again, it's just succinct and to the point because everyone's busy, but it's about the impact yeah. and not necessarily the, the, the quantity of time, but it's the quality of time. So Annette, thanks yeah. so much for being on our podcast. How can our guests learn more about you? Well, thanks so much for having me. Um, you can either, you know, please connect with me on LinkedIn. Happy to, happy to always make those connections or visit my website, which is cx-journey.com. All those fancy initials. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Annette. <laughs> Have a great day. Thank you. Thanks so much. You too.